0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: An awful lot of coffee. Man, they got a gang of coffee in Brazil.
2: Okay, well, that was The Coffee Song by Frank Sinatra. Hi, everyone. This is and the Coffee Psychic, your host. This is your psychic connection. And tonight we have got a wonderful show. As you all know, I, I want to name the show Everyone Loves Dave. Because our friend Dave Gunning, Master Astrologer, will be on with us tonight talking about the sign of Libra. So, um, but you know, I do want to ask uh, Julia. Julia, are you there tonight? I am here. <laughs> How are you?
0: I'm good, but I want to hear you sing Frank Sinatra's song with him one night.
2: <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> I could probably sing, sing something like, you're nobody, or... <laughs> <laughs>
3: oh, you have big karaoke,
2: you know, fans, so I, I bet you do a great job. Yeah, I do like karaoke, that's for sure. Well, you know, I want to tell you, I normally like to share things um, that have happened during the week and stuff, mm-hmm. and uh, I will tell you, we did two exorcisms this week. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, and the interesting thing was uh one person uh he's been uh fighting a an addiction uh for quite a while and it was amazing to see the things that we saw on his spirit um and you know on his astral body and the work we did this you know, I started getting pictures of Egypt and uh you know the pyramids and stuff from a long time ago uh-huh. And then, you know, if people know, you know, what the exorcism process is, you go in into an altered state and you start scanning the body and to see what, you know, images or pictures or spirits are standing, you know, on this person or around this person. And it was amazing to see the pyramids, number one. And I thought, wow, you know, I see the pyramids. And then uh-huh. all of a sudden I had seen clamps on his feet and outside oh. tackles as well. I know, but the interesting thing was later on during the uh clearing, I found out that he was a pharaoh, a king of Egypt, in years prior okay and I mean, and who am i why why can't somebody be a king in one one lifetime and a pauper in the next right? It's true, so I saw that, and then later on, I saw Egypt today with all the lights this guy has been astral projecting a lot going back to egypt and visiting egypt and i was going like oh my god this man is leaving his body all the time and that would make perfect sense because he used to be the king of egypt and now he's going back or one of the kings of egypt and he's going back to check on his old hometown
4: so okay so exorcism is not just like demons
2: this is sort of it's not a possession. So this is, like, more like his past lives? Well, sometimes it's really interesting because when we do the clearings, most often we're finding dead spirits that are attached to this guy, which we found several of those. Mm
3: -hmm.
2: But when I was in here looking at this, yeah, sometimes the past life stuff will just start coming, you know, flooding up. And I think the interesting thing was that when we saw, when I saw the clamps being held on his feet, the spirits were purposefully keeping the clamps on his feet because they needed him to stay grounded in this lifetime. Uh, okay. So those clamps, normally we remove every single thing we see, so the body is clean and you know free, so it can heal itself. But these clamps were put on purposefully because this man kept leaving his body to go visit, you know, um, mm-hmm. his old place. Wow. I found that fascinating fascinating yeah because it's almost like the past life leaking into the current life so it's interfering yes. with his current current journey because of what happened in his past life that, that's very interesting yes yes and then um and then he had a whole uh crew of higher evolved spiritual beings watching over him because of course he was the king of uh king of egypt Mhm. so it's almost like he's You know, we're watching over him. He's he's back here still trying to work out a couple of kinks. Uh, But after that, you know, he's good. And how about the other exorcism that you performed? Was it something similar or was it demons, possession? Uh, Nope. It was was amazing because this person didn't have anybody on her at all. Okay. Didn't have anyone on her at all. Um, I could hear her talking to me. And what she had was external spirits talking with her. So she was having more experiences with dead people communicating with her. She's got some emotional things that she'll have to work out all on her own, you know, more Mm -hmm. like uh, a lot of uh, just emotional stuff that she's dealing with. But So I thought this was great because I've never really gone in you know maybe i've done another exorcism but i've been doing this for so many years i don't remember the last time i've gone to do a clearing on somebody where there weren't attachments on them and this person had no attachments whatsoever it was just like okay but this person did have uh another um a group of spirits called the white brotherhood that was protecting her okay so that was it was fascinating actually, very fascinating. Yeah. It sounds
0: it sounds that way. Yeah it's, yeah. it's a new approach to what I think everyone else thinks of exorcism.
2: Yeah, everyone's always worried about the demons. As a matter of fact I'll tell you, um we know the it's commercial view. So so let's put it this way. Monday, when I first started uh scanning this uh man's body, I saw this big dark it looked like a mud ball and um and i was and I, inside internally i'm thinking oh my god this is a, this must be a demonic spirit because normally you see them looking like that you know kind of ooey icky and yeah. um as i'm as we're starting to communicate with the spirit it's like no no it's a little boy who had gotten killed on his bike and um I don't know how he got attached to this man, but he somehow got attached to this man, and and he got attached to this man when this man was a little boy. So he just hooked on to them, and they used to have what he said, they used to have mud fights. Oh, okay. And therefore, here is this mud ball. And I'm like, okay. Now, when, we're, when we go into trance and stuff, when I'm in trance, my daughter works with me, we, like, scrutinize every single thing we see just to double check and to make sure that's exactly what it is. And that's all it was. This little boy was attached on to him. He wanted to go home, wanted to see his mom, you know. So he was ready to get out of there. But, yeah, every, you know, every clearing is different. And, no, it's not all, you know, um, the Hollywood evil stuff going on. Right. Sometimes you just have dead people that have gotten lost. They attach on to you. And... They're kind of making your life heck because they're confused, they're lost. Maybe they're a drinker, a drugger. They're making you drink more, drug more, stuff like that. Okay. But it's really fascinating because sometimes you can have a spirit attached onto you that has another spirit attached onto to them that's causing a, 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 a slew of problems. So it's it's pretty fascinating. But that was that was this extra work from. Um, from this week <laughs>
0: uh-huh. that, that's, that sounds like A pretty full Beginning of the week I mean
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> I, I to like doing, yeah I like doing
2: Yeah uh, I like doing Really You know When my daughter And I were talking I really like doing Like one exorcism A week You know If we have that much On our plate um, As far as clearings go But um, Yeah but we did Two t- this This week and It was Um Pretty profound, actually. Very fascinating.
0: Wow. Very, very cool. Yes,
2: yes. And I want to mention also that um, this weekend we are having the Super Psychic Seance. So if anyone's interested in coming to a seance to make contact with their dead relatives, their family and friends, um, you can give me a call at area code 219 after the show, after the show. Two one nine nine four zero ninety two ninety two. Again that number is two one nine nine four zero ninety two ninety two. And the uh, seats and are have- limited, that- correct? Say it again. And the seats are limited? Yes, the seats are limited. So please please give us a call if you'd like to make it into September Sands. And also check me out on coffeepsychic dot com. We have Master Astrolog- astrologer Dave Gunning on and um, it should be fun because if you guys are a Libra, again, this is these are uh, sociable people, loving, you know, they seek justice, they're the peacemakers. Um, if you're a Libra, if you're dating a Libra, if you just want to call in for a question, you know, Dave has a, a ton of answers for you guys, astrologically speaking. I've got my coffee. So give us a call, you guys. It's a live call-in show. That number is 347-633-9404. Again, three four seven six three three nine four zero four. So should we bring Dave on with us, Julia?
5: Absolutely. Here we go. All right. Hello.
2: Dave. Dave.
5: Good evening. How are you?
2: Great. How are you? Thanks for coming on with us again tonight.
5: No problem. Um, it's the time of the year where we are heading into the, we just headed into the autumnal equinox. On Monday, and it's the time okay. of Libra. All and right, it's the time of the air sign Libra, like its fellow signs Gemini and Aquarius. Librans are very sociable sign, and they're the they are the sign that likes to be in partnerships, whether it would be in business or in love and romance. Uh, a lot of times, people think that Librans they like to be in relationships because they're the love sign which is true they they are the love sign and they do like to be in relationships for that reason but it's not just for that reason uh Librans uh one of their uh challenges is that they have a sometimes have a difficult decision or have a difficult time making decisions and in order for them to make decisions they like to get involved with uh, other a partner that can help them make those important decisions in their life so okay. sometimes they feel a little insecure about making important decisions you know in terms of like business or relationships or health or whatever the case may be and so they need somebody else to sort of uh, give them support to make those decisions or make the decisions for them so that's one of the reasons. That's that's one of the other big reasons why they feel like they have to be in a relationship.
2: Okay. So, who are some of our famous uh Librans, Dave?
5: Well, okay. Uh off the top of my head, uh the actress Catherine Zeta-Jones. Is a oh. Libra? Mhm. Yeah. And you remember Christopher Reeve, uh the one who um was Superman in the movies? the the later um Superman and he was the one who had the horse riding accident and he was yes. paralyzed. He's yes. a Libra or was a Libra. Wow.
2: He was an amazing man wasn't he?
5: Yes, sure was. Uh yeah. Michael Douglas is a Libra. Wow, uh, so act- Michael
2: Douglas is married to Catherine Zeta Jones.
5: Yeah, they're both Libra's right. Wow. And and Will Smith uh the actor is a Libra. Olivia Newton-John, the singer, is an actress, or, or wow. is a Libra. And Naomi Watts and Gwyneth Paltrow are both Librans.
2: Wow, when you when you look at people's charts, Dave, uh, like these um, famous actors and actresses, uh, was there some time in their earlier charts when you were starting to? Because I'm sure you look at uh, famous people's charts. Could mm-hmm. you identify something in the early years of these people where it looked like they were going to become famous later on?
5: There are indicators that uh, will point in the direction of fame, uh,
1: mm-hmm.
5: but it also depends on what transits. When the planets are moving around the chart and they make uh, strong aspects to planets, especially in the 10th house uh which is the career house or the top mm-hmm. of the chart the 10th house cusp is the part of the chart that shows can show fame or visibility in the public eye uh that mm-hmm. that's another indicator of uh fame so it's not just uh certain signs but where it is in the chart is in terms of degree and house that it's in but it's it yeah there are definitely indicators in the birth chart that will show that will definitely show an inclination toward fame at some point in their life Mm-hmm.
2: mm-hmm. And, and can you also by looking at somebody's chart can you tell when they're going to f- fall from that uh, famous position
5: fall from grace kind of
2: Yes, yeah, fall from grace
5: yeah uh, again if they have one of the most strong indicators uh, if they have planets that are coming up to transiting planets now that are coming up to the 10th house and it makes you know, strong, hard aspects like squares or oppositions to other planets in the chart that can indicate a, a fall from grace as well. Usually it has to do with a strong, major, what we call hard aspects, difficult, challenging aspects that are indicators of, you know, people falling from grace or plummeting in their career somehow, you know, that kind of thing.
2: Mm-hmm. hmm Okay. So if people called you up they'd be able to get a birth chart done because you do first the birth chart
5: mm-hmm. and
2: then you get the uh the current um chart and then you compare the two, is that correct?
5: Well what you do is you get the you get the birth information from the person, birth time, birth date, birth place, and then you, you know, I have a program that sets up the person's natal chart. And mm-hmm. then what I do is I always Look one year ahead via the the planets transiting around the chart again, as I mentioned, and mm-hmm. progress progress planets they make you know moves around the chart, and they'll make aspects. I do it for one year ahead of the time that they come for the reading, so I look okay. at both I'm looking at their natal chart, which basically <coughs> shows them shows the person their strengths and weaknesses their challenges. Okay. But then then, I look one year ahead and see what's coming up for them that year what What kind of challenges that they're gonna to have to meet, or what really blessings they're going to uh encounter for the year as well?
2: Mhm now, what if somebody had a five year plan Dave could they for business and stuff? Could they literally come to you and say, "Look, I've got a five year plan. Can you throw this?" First, this first year for me, the second year, third year, fourth year, and fifth year, and tell me, how does this look? Does it look like my plan's going to work, or what what things are favoring me in the first year, the third year?
5: Yeah, well, with the programs that we have now, and what is called the ephemeris, which is the gives you all the planet's positions each day, each month, each year, you can look any number of days, months, years ahead from the day you're doing the chart, now, I normally do one year ahead, but um, mm-hmm. you can. I could do a chart for some. If they wanted me to look five years ahead, uh, I could do that. Now, of course, I would have to charge them more because it's, it's you know, you're doing a lot more work. Um, yeah. Usually one year ahead is the general scheme of things, the way you do it, because beyond that, it gets, you know, it gets, there's so much with the natal chart and then, one year ahead that that's that's plenty for one reading you know that can give you about an hour to an hour and a half of a reading
1: so, but Seriously, if you could,
5: you can. could yeah you could go five years ahead, ten years ahead, any number of years ahead it's just that um it requires a lot more work for the astrologer um, yeah, so yeah, you definitely can look uh any any number of years down the road,
2: so if you had a business person and they were like, okay, let's look at this, then maybe maybe the first reading they'd come for the first year, maybe maybe a month later they could come for the second year, you know, maybe spreading it out, huh?
5: Yeah, you could do that. I've had people come that way where they come a few months later and we look a little bit further down the road or whatever. Um, that happens. Uh, you know, it all depends on what the person is willing to pay, what they can afford, obviously, but and how far they want to look ahead, you know. So yeah, nice. you can do it. You can do it any number of ways. But generally speaking, for most astrologers, I believe I'm, I'm, I can't speak for everyone, but uh, for most astrologers, it's it's looking at the natal chart in length, for, in depth, mm-hmm. and then looking just one year down the road because that's that gives them a lot. There's a lot going on. Any number, any any one year ahead is giving that person a lot of information. Mhm.
2: Mhm. Um, uh, and I also want to mention too, Dave, I, I've um uh, for the new listeners, I have uh had charts done by you for years, you know, years and years and years. And uh I love the information that uh you bring forth. It's really amazing, it's fascinating. And um and I also know that you do comparison charts for people that might be getting into relationships,
5: mm-hmm. getting
2: married, things like that. Uh astrology really comes in handy for something like that as well, correct?
5: Yes, I, I love doing that. It's called synastry, and where you take two people's charts and you put uh, one one chart is in the middle on the paper and then the other one is on the outside. And you, you instead of looking at, when we look at one chart, we, we call that looking at the aspects in the chart. But when you're looking at two charts, it's called looking at the inter-aspects between two charts. And just like in the natal chart, just like in one person's chart where you see strengths and weaknesses, you, with the inner aspects, you can see the strengths and weaknesses that are going to transpire with that relationship. Very, very okay. insightful. gives you a lot of information, and I, it's part of astrology that I really love to do. Great.
2: Well, you know, we've got some callers that are online waiting um, that are interested in asking you a couple of questions. How would, how would you like to take some uh, callers? Let's do it. All right. Julia, okay. who do we have first? Delphine. Let's bring her on. Ah, thank you. Hello? Hey, welcome to the show. Hi, how are you? Great, great. How are you tonight? I'm good. Great. So Hi, what can we do for you, Delphine? Well, I am a Libra. My birthday's in October, so um my question is what do you see coming up for me in terms of um
0: Finding a new job.
5: When is your birthday, Delphine? October 7th. 7th? Yes. Okay, so you're approximately a 14 degrees of, well, actually about a 17 degree of um, Libra. Uh, Let's see. Well, right now, Mercury is in Libra it's going to be going into libra i should say no it's already in libra it's been it's it's actually mercury is at about 5 degrees 9 degrees of libra so you should be oh i would say right around the time that it goes station retrograde oh i'm sorry it already went station retrograde but later in the month it's going to come back down and go into the earlier degrees of Libra. And then it's going to come back out again, come back up again. So right around, I'm going to say, the end of this month, or I'm sorry, the end of next month, October, or by like around the 25th, 26th, and 27th. Um, one of the things I can say is you're going to be very, very verbal. You're going to be very... Uh, much into conversation and talking a lot and when every person has their mercury over their sun sign it's very good for going on interviews because they they feel very much alive they feel like talking they feel like opening up they feel like um casting their prospects ahead into the future so i would say the end of october looks very good for you that's one good time i could look further down the road but that's if you're looking for something that's coming up right away, um, that would be about the time, and also you have Uranus and Aries opposing your son, so you're gonna be willing to take more of a chance with your career, I would say also toward the end of October, so we're talking you know maybe a little bit of more than a month away or about a month away from now you got some some really good aspects coming up,
4: okay, wow. Okay. And I don't know
5: what did nice. you see. What did you see, Jorian? Let's take a peek here.
1: What, also, what I'm get, really get
2: getting here, Delphine, is ahead. don't be afraid of taking any risks right now, ma'am. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Are you a church-going lady, ma'am? I'm strong in faith, yeah. I try to go to church as much as I can, yeah. (laughs) Yes, ma'am. I see some real sweet people hanging around you. Uh, They're church people, and you're supposed to be doing some sort of celebration. I don't know if it's somebody's birthday or anniversary or something, but there's some celebrating that you guys will be doing. Oh, it's probably my birthday, right? (laughs) Say it again? I said it probably will be my birthday, (laughs)
3: Well, that Not sounds COVID
2: great. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, but, Well. Well, just give yeah, us some feedback and let us know how it goes, okay? Okay. All right. Thank All you. Right. Yes, ma'am. All right. Bye now. Bye-bye. All right. And then, uh, Julia, who else do we have? Well, let's bring on Julie. Okay.
0: Hi Julie, are Julie you there. Dave. Yes, I am. Hey Hello. Julie, how are you? I'm fine. How are you? Great. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Hi, Julie. Um I guess I- Hi Dave, how are you? Good. Good. My question is I'm not a Libra. I am a cancer, the fourteenth okay. of July and i was just wondering if you could tell me kind of what to expect for this n- upcoming year this
5: next year uh as far as any particular area of your life that you were more um, concerned about
0: well i mean career family um, you know job finances kind of the majority i think of i'm it not is. being
2: funny it sounds like you need a whole chart there julie yeah <laughs> yeah right Right. And, and and sorry, you know, let is, me let is, me put in here, Dave, real quick. Let yeah, me put in ahead. here real quick. Mm-hmm. Uh I I really do believe that uh all the things that Julie just asked for really are involved in an entire chart. It's it's amazing the information Dave can bring up for you guys. So, Dave, how can people reach you to get that entire chart?
5: Okay, well they can reach me in one of two ways. They can either email me at Astro Gunning. A S T R O G U N N I N G at SBC Global dot net or mm-hmm. they can contact me through my website, which is www.planetaryvibrations.com. vibrations dot com.
2: Okay. And then you'll get back to them and set up a chart, right? And
3: sure. and then what do Absolutely. people
2: need when they call you up? What should they have prepared? their... Their full name at birth, their birth date, time of birth, or what else yes. do they need?
5: First and last name, birth date, birth time, which is on their birth certificate, birth AM or PM. Birth place, and I only need the, the city or town where they were born. And then uh, just where they're living now, because when we do the transits and progressions, I need to know that, that the residence, the town that they're living in, in order to do the, the transits for one year ahead. Okay.
2: okay. So for the sake of the show, Julie, can you uh, Mm -hmm. ask Dave, because I know we have a a host of other people with burning questions here, uh, what one specific area of your life would you like to have Dave check out for you?
0: Um, Career.
5: And when is your birthday again? Um, July 14th. Okay, so you're like a 24 degree of um, cancer. Uh, There's going to be some – are you working at – Presently at the moment? No, other than I take care of
0: my grandchildren.
5: Okay. Uh, you know, there's going to be a lot of exciting things coming up for cancers in 2015. Now, I know that's a ways away. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me let me just scan the ephemeris here. I'm looking real quick for you. Um, right now, we have... Um, we're in October 2014, and you're, you're at um, about a 24 degree of cancer. You know, your, Pluto has been going opposite your sun sign for a while. Has there been some struggles in the area of career for some time? Um, for the last two years. Okay. Uh, And Uranus is coming up, and it's going to go direct. And I would say by the middle of I know this sounds a ways away, but the middle of 2015, cancer's got some exciting things going on with Uranus and Aries squaring. Now, that sounds like a difficult aspect, and it is, but a lot of times people need, and I'm not necessarily saying you, but sometimes people need hard aspects in their chart to sort of push them along, prod them, move them forward. Cancers especially need that kind of prodding, Um, and it's not just because, and i'm not trying to say that they're, you know, um, slow or stubborn or things like that. i'm just saying that mm-hmm. a lot of times they get caught up in family because they're very much into the family issues. Mm-hmm. But uranus and pluto are making are still in cardinal signs in aries and capricorn and they're all cardinal signs including cancer are going to be affected. so i would say to when we get toward the middle of next year and I know that sounds like a ways off yet, but when you get to the middle of next year, there's going to be a lot of things happening in terms of your career if, if you if you put it out there, if you sort of you know put yourself on the line and say this is what I want, this is what I where I need to go. If you put yourself out there, things will start to shake and start to move. Okay. Well, I appreciate yeah, that very much,
2: Julie. I want to tell you that I, I feel a lot of. Um, Nursing, medical, teaching, training—kind of energy around you.
0: Okay, Um, that mean in those that, fields? Um, I had thought about it many years back. Um, you know, the medical field, but I didn't know if I would be capable of doing that emotionally wise, because I do get attached and don't see, don't like to see someone suffer.
2: Yeah, I know. None of us do. But I think I had a neighbor that was a nurse, and she said she always looked past the suffering knowing that they were helping them heal, bringing them okay. out of a painful situation into a healing thing, and that's what brought her through it all the time. You know, but I want to let people know also that it, the medical field could also be dental assistant, that can also be um, x-ray technician, phlebotomist, you know, anything in the medical field, and I strongly feel that with you. So this this might okay. be time to go back to school and uh, pursue that career you've always wanted to do.
0: Okay. Well, I appreciate that. You bet. Thank you very much. Well, let
2: us know what happens. Thank you, both of you.
0: Thank you. Mm, Bye-bye.
2: All right, bye-bye. All right, and then who do we have next, Julia? We have, uh, next would be Sasha. But she has more of a question for you, Jurianne. All right. Well, let's welcome her to the show. Sasha. Yes. Hi.
4: Hi.
2: Hey, Sasha. How are you? Good. How are you?
4: I just had a question. Um, I've been looking into going back to school, and I just wanted to know what direction should I go. (laughs) And I am a Libra as well. (laughs)
2: Well, you know, I'm going to ask Dave a question even based on that. So, I mean, I'll take a peek here, uh, but Dave, you know, when you hear Libras, what are the things that they're really most famous for as far as careers?
5: Oh, is what kind of careers to get into? Um well, because they're peacemakers, uh, a lot of them, well, not a lot of them, but many of them will get into government in, in terms of diplomacy, diplomatic work, uh mm-hmm foreign diplomacy, Uh, but they also love the arts and, you know, beauty, for women, beauty, cosmetics, that kind of thing, because their their planet that rules that sign is Venus. And uh, men and women uh, also, because they're into justice and fair play and all that, they would make good lawyers and good judges, things like that. The, the law. So mm-hmm. those are the kind of careers they are really uh, well adept at.
4: Okay.
2: So Sasha, do any of those interest you?
4: Um, the beauty cosmetics um, but I guess I was a little bit away from what I was leaning towards.
2: What were you leaning toward, honey?
4: Um, I've been wanting to go back for Massage therapy and diagnostic medical.
2: Okay. And uh, so that would be more like medical for you then, right? Yes, ma'am. All right.
5: Well, that's that's interesting because massage therapy, I mean, that's healing, but it's also about giving pleasure. And Venus and Libra are all about giving pleasure to the body. And and they're very – we're not talking sexual here. We're talking more sensual Venus um, right. is a very sensual planet, and they like they like to do that kind of sensual work. So, getting into massage is is also something that um, Librans would be very very adept at. Good.
4: that's
2: well, what I like to. Hear. <laughs> that's what you want to hear, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Your coffee is going clockwise very slowly, so it looks like yes, you will be able to do this. Um, did you lose somebody around you, honey? Because there's a face staring up at you from the coffee.
4: My grandma, she just passed away.
2: Thank you. There was a, a clear face looking right at you in the coffee, and I was like, wow, somebody, somebody you know, must have passed. So, yeah. um <laughs> And I am hearing a happy birthday, so I'm not sure whose birthday this is, but I hear a very loudly happy birthday. It's my birthday
4: on, on Sunday. <laughs> It's yours? I'm sorry. I'm getting emotional because she always sends me a card.
2: Oh. Well, that's perfect, honey, because I'm hearing it very loudly, and, you know, her face was here. That's beautiful. Yeah. And um, I could tell you, if, if she could, she'd be giving you a flower. Now, that I will tell you. I'm seeing roses here, okay? Yes. Okay. And, um... You know she wants you to be very happy. Yeah. And who who is it you're supposed to be telling to stop smoking, Sasha? Probably me. Because <laughs> I'm hearing stop smoking. That's me. Okay. So <laughs> then, um, so then you know what you should do. <laughs>
4: yeah.
2: <laughs> And just remember, honey, that the coffee is going slowly. So sometimes this stuff takes a little bit longer to manifest or maybe it's going to take you a little bit longer to quit smoking. But just be in that process, okay?
4: Yeah. <clears throat> I'm sorry. I just got really
2: emotional. <laughs> oh, that's not a – honey, I'm glad your grandma could come through. I I wish you guys – I wish everyone could see the coffee when I'm pouring the cream into it because it's amazing how the pictures just float to the top of the coffee and, um, you know, the images come through and and the spirits come through. So, okay. Well, take good care thank of your health you. For, for you and all of us. You're very welcome. And, and, you know, join us again when you're ready, okay?
4: Okay. Thank you.
2: All right. Yes, ma'am. God bless you. All right. And then Julia, who else do we have? Kyra, Kyra? Yes. Hello.
3: Hi, you're near. Yes.
4: Yeah. My grandma is a trip.
2: Hi, Kyra. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good, honey.
4: Good. So, what questions do you have? Um. Well. Um, I told you I'm in a new relationship. So, um, I was in a crazy situation, and um, I found a bracelet that my ex-boyfriend had gave me. So uh-huh. my, boy, it was crazy because I I was looking for to give back to him, and it was just like a day we was watching movies, and I was cleaning my room, and he was like, "What is that?" And I was like, "Oh, it's nothing. It's just something someone gave me." So I put it back. I gave it, the next day I gave it to my ex-boyfriend. I didn't actually give it to him face-to-face, but I, I, like, put it on his car. So Uh I wanted to know, like, what is he thinking? Like, my ex, can you pick up anything off of that?
5: I'll let you take that one, Joanne. Go ahead.
2: (laughs) Okay, Dave. Okay. (laughs)
5: When right, your birthday, so you're just by the
2: wondering. Way. You're in this new relationship. Oh, my birthday's in two weeks.
5: Two weeks. Okay.
2: <laughs> I'm oh, there we go. So you're well. Actually, the coffee is kind of going backwards, and it it feels like your um, ex boyfriend is already kind of grounding himself in the fact that you know the relationship is over, and um, and it kind of feels like he's moving on just like you have. That's what I'm getting. Okay. At.
4: Okay, that's good. Okay,
2: and, okay. I, and I really think it's a blessing too
4: Yes, I'm, I feel like um, I'm relieved I'm free, like I don't have to You know, go through anything That I did before, so
0: Yeah It's
2: a good feeling, honey Yeah It's a good feeling Alright, well thanks for joining us tonight Thank you Yes ma'am Take good care Bye Kyra all right. You know, Dave, sometimes those questions are hard to answer, you know, cuz we all have yeah. the emotional connections, you know, we all we're in love, we you know, especially when a relationship doesn't work out, but we still have that that love connection to the other person.
0: Mm-hmm. And so
2: much though so that you care about what happens to them, will they be okay? Things like that. So Now, is any one sign kind of more emotional than the other sign as far as really being connected to people and having a hard time letting go, or is that just all of us?
5: Uh, Well, the one sign that has the most intense emotions would probably be Scorpio, which, by the way, we'll be looking at next month. Uh, All the water signs tend to be very emotional, and especially Scorpio has a hard time letting go. They hold on to any emotion, whether it's uh, intense, you know, anger or in, intense love. It's you know, passion. That tends to be Scorpio. That tends to be they tend to be very uh, extreme, one way or the other. Uh, there's no middle of the road for them. We'll, we'll talk more about that next month. But yeah, I would say the water signs, and especially Scorpio.
2: Okay, great, great. Otherwise I I think we all have the same thing when you you know, you have a love and you know, you work hard through the relationship and when it when it breaks down it's it's real heartbreaking but you know yeah. I look at things karmically too. I there's always a reason to me, karmically, for whatever happens and I always like looking back at my relationships and looking at the gifts that I got in the relationship. You know, what things did I learn, um, how did I become a stronger person, things like that. So all right, well, I I think we have somebody else online. Julia, who else do we have? I don't think Elvis has left the building, but let's take... <laughs> yeah, I'm talking, I'm talking to mute here. Uh, let's bring on Linda. There's a general question. Okay. Linda?
4: Hi, how are you guys? Good, how are you? But I just have a
2: general question. I the nothing very specific, just you know, wanted to see where the direction of the coffee is going and so forth. And I I have no Libra connection, so sorry.
5: Well when is your well, birthday? What
2: kind are you? Uh m Pisces, March first. You know the
4: emotional kind. March first, day two.
5: Well, you've been. Have you been kind of Neptune's in uh, Neptune, which is the ruler of Pisces, is in in the sign of Pisces, and um, has it? Been, have you been feeling overall a little bit on the spacey side at times?
4: Every day. <laughs> Every day. Well,
5: that that tends to be more of a Pisces, uh tendency is to be kind of spicy. It's spacey, I should say. But I would say, uh, especially when we get to March, April, May of 2015, the spring months, you're going to feel real, uh, the word I guess that comes to my mind is compassionate. Not that Pisces aren't compassionate. They're the most compassionate sign of all. But uh, are you looking to get into some kind of work or anything or volunteer work? Yeah,
4: there's some. I, I wanted to go more towards the medical field.
5: Yeah, when Neptune goes over your sun sign in the spring of 2015, uh, you're going to feel real compassionate, real service-oriented, and I can't think of a better field to get into than uh, health. Also, uh, psychology is a good sign, a good good career for uh, Pisces to get into, especially with Neptune going over their sun signs right now.
2: Nice. Nice. Hey, Linda, if you've got some extra noise in the background, could you, like, turn it down a little for us, honey? Um, yeah, so let me see the way the coffee is going for you here. Have you been upset with some people lately, Linda?
3: Very. <laughs> Boy,
2: I see... I just see all this, the dark clouds, the frustration, the, oh, my goodness. So <clears throat> it feels like this stuff might be, you know, pretty easily resolvable. Uh, I want to say to you, have there been any unexpected pregnancies popping up that you know of? Um, not as of yet, but that will be nice. <laughs> <laughs> Knock on wood, honey, because there's a possible unexpected pregnancy coming, and I'm going to question uh, single or uh, multiple births here, okay? Oh, boy. You're always scaring my fiancé. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> Well, Well, let us know what happens, honey, but... Um, you know, work through that, that emotional stuff. Get it out of the way because you don't want any of that holding you back, okay? Way too much fun to be had here, Linda. Understood. All right, honey. All right, have a great all night. All right. Already. Thank you both. Thank you. Good night. All right. And goodbye. Bye. Good night. Boy, Dave, when you know, so here I am looking into Linda's coffee, and all of a sudden, all this darkness shoots up, and I and I always sit there and ask, how can darkness come up in a dark cup of coffee, <laughs> right? <laughs> but there was shooting up, and I was going like, holy mackerel! So when you're doing your readings, um, uh-huh. you know, I know you're intuitive, Dave. I know you are. Do you do you pick up some of this information psychically as well when you're doing the charts?
5: Yeah, you better be because um, it really is much more about intuition than anything else. I mean, you can be a good astrologer just knowing everything about astrology, but to be a really very good or even great astrologer, you really have to be intuitive. You really have to pick up on the person person's um, emotions and pick up on what they're thinking, what they're saying. You know, it's not it's not enough just to know astrology. You really have to uh, be able to read the person, other than just read the person's chart.
2: Yes, yes. Well, and I also want to comment uh, when people go to you for a reading, um, it's it's clear, it's concise, and you've got a great sense of humor. So, even when you're delivering the difficult stuff, you you know you've got a great sense of humor, a great delivery about everything. And, again, my sense is to be forewarned is to be forearmed. I've lived by that for a long time. And I love it the way you will look at the chart and say, well, these are all your great spots and these are where, your, you know, your lessons might lie. You know, so I really appreciate that about your uh, delivery. Okay?
5: Well, yeah, well, everybody has strengths and weaknesses. And, if you know, you're being honest about it and fair. You, you really got to talk about both because you wouldn't be doing your client justice if you didn't talk about their strengths and weaknesses.
2: Agreed. Agreed. All right. Well, let's see who we have on next. Well, I actually, before we go to the next one, I have a question. Because I read, um, you know, I read my horoscopes all the time, and I read that we're approaching fall, the fall equinox. What
0: What is the fall equinox, Dave?
5: Well, the fall equinox was just this past Monday when uh, the sun moved, or what they call ingressed, into the sign of Libra. Zero degrees of Libra. Zero degrees Libra starts uh, the fall or or, um, autumnal equinox. And so anybody who has planets at around zero degrees of a cardinal sign, that's either uh, Libra, Aries, Capricorn, Cancer, they're going to feel the sun uh, very strong in their charts at that time, transiting sun, the moving sun. So the autumnal equinox, is a big part of what we call the tropical zodiac which is what we use in astrology as opposed to the constellations uh and then there's of course you know there's the four the four seasons are uh, are based on the movement of the sun through those four major points so in other words we have the um spring equinox at the beginning of you know at at the end of March which is 0 degrees Aries then you know, we have the summer solstice 0 degrees of Cancer and now we have 0 degrees of Libra we just started that 2 days ago and then finally we'll have the winter solstice at the uh, just before Christmas around the 21st 22nd of December so those are the beginnings of those those four major points in the sky
2: mm-hmm Mm -hmm. Okay. And isn't that where the Indians used to? uh, I mean, we know Native Americans uh, work with uh, the seasons as well, and Mm -hmm. nature, and sun, and moon, and stars, and stuff like that. Harvest. Right. Right. I think those the four seasons have also uh, been a major part of many different religions, especially from a long time ago.
5: Yeah, especially the nature religions, where where they follow ritual and they follow now the seasons, but you know, it has, it's based on, you know, the growing of crops and things, and when to grow, when to nurture those that growth, and when to harvest that growth is based on uh, the four seasons. And that's the sun's movement through the sky, through the, through the various seasons of the year. Mhm, mhm. And, and there are three There's so much sea, more I want to start
2: asking you about, but I know we've got a couple of more um, mm-hmm. um,
5: callers right.
2: that would like to
4: yeah. read yeah, you. So. Yeah,
2: I, yeah, I just wanted to understand more about
0: the equ- equinox.
4: So the yes, next one we you. have is Kay. Let's bring Kay online.
0: All right. Kay?
3: Hello. Hi. Hello. How Hi. are you?
0: Great. Um, Juriyam, I wanted to know about uh, what do I love? What do I get the feeling of of bad vibes around me? Is that a two-fold question or is that a one question?
2: No, it's good because I could feel it right away off of you, honey. Um, you're saying you've had some bad vibrations around you lately? Because your first question was starting to go toward love, and then you said, but I'm getting vibrations, right? Yeah. Okay. So, have you. So, Hello? I'm, gonna, I'm just going to shoot this one over to Dave right now. Dave, so, Kay, what is your. What is your what is your birthday? November seventh.
5: Oh, so you're a Scorpio. Yeah. Okay. And around
2: love, Dave, could Kay be having some uh like maybe loves in uh, Saturn or something or causing her this darkness or this weird feeling?
5: Well, it hasn't been a it it, it hasn't been uh, too fun of a time for Scorpios or Taurus is the the opposite sign. Saturn, which is our most our most difficult planet that we use in astrology is in the sign of Scorpio, and Scorpios have had it rough for the past couple of years, and you're, what did you say your birthday was? I'm sorry.
2: On November 7th.
5: So you're about a 17 degrees of Scorpio, and yeah, that's, you've had, did you have a really difficult August?
2: That just passed.
5: Yeah.
2: Well,
0: it's not difficult, but I'd like you to be happier.
3: Time.
5: Yeah, well, August and September, Saturn has been right over your sun sign. Wait till the end of October for things. It'll still be in in Scorpio, Saturn, but it'll start to clear away from your degree of your sun sign around the end of October. Um specifically probably around uh halloween and that it'll start to you know move off and actually saturn doesn't go into sagittarius the next sign until christmas eve this year so and i have some rough things going on with my saturn in my chart and uh i've been you know waiting for when it goes into sagittarius myself so scorpions have had a rough time taurus is too It'll pass off. It'll get better for you uh, when we get to the end of October and into November, near your, nearer your birthday.
2: So, Dave, so people, now we're we're getting close to come to the end of our show tonight, so for people, for Kay and other people, uh, I just want to remind them, how can they reach you for a full chart?
5: Okay, they can contact me through my website, which is www.planetaryvibrations.com, or they can contact me through my email address, which is astro a s t r o gunning, G-U-N-N-I-N-G, one word, at net.
2: Okay. And then for all of you that would like to have a, a more in-depth reading with me, you can reach me, Jorianne the Coffee Psychic, at 219-940-9292. Again, that number is 219-940-9292. You can also check me out at coffeepsychic.com. And if you are interested in getting into our seance um, this next Sunday, uh, give me a call at that uh, previously mentioned number as well. So, Julia, we've got two more callers. Let's see if we can fit them in. Okay, uh, mm-hmm. thanks for calling. And who do we have next? Russ. Russ, you're on the air.
0: Hi, Hi Torianna and Dave. only um, Russ, hey. and... 1021.65. And what does it look like for money for next year for me in the charts?
5: And when is your birthday again? 1021.1965.
0: 1021.
5: 10, okay, so you're late, Libra. Uh, you know, right now, uh, I should mention that, or coming up in October, actually, Venus is going into its own sign of Libra. So, you know, Venus, it doesn't. Move very slowly, you move rather quickly. But I would say right toward the middle and end of, well, right around the middle of October is when Venus is going to be going right over your sun sign. And that should be a little bit better for you money. I'm not going to say it's great, but it's going to be a little bit better for you money wise around that time. And that's where I would say mm, give it around the 12th of October until the 24th of October. Uh, in that two-week time frame there, uh, it should be a little bit better. What are you looking at, like like a change of job or just money in general? Yeah, I
4: did have an interview in the
0: bank I'm at today, and Mm -hmm. um, I'm kind of hoping that comes through. But the one thing, I may have a little bit of a negotiation for that. It was supposed to be like a 2 pay grade increase, uh, but the guy said it'd be lateral money, so I was going to try and see if I could actually negotiate to actually some, if not necessarily a big raise, but some
5: sort of a little raise out of this guy I interviewed with today. Well, with Venus going over your sun sign toward the middle of October, it should be better. And even if you weren't to, uh, if you were to start looking for another job, that same time frame would be good for interviewing because when a, when Venus goes over the person's sun sign. It means they kinda of come off with more charm, uh, more outgoing, more exuberance, just more loving quality. And it's excellent aspect to have Venus going over the person's sun sign for any kind of interviewing. So you got the money thing going for you a little bit better and you know, the your personality should start to pick up even a little bit more too.
2: And Dave, I just want to tell everyone, our show is coming to a close right now. Uh this is your second connection. Uh, We're going to finish answering another call here, but we want to thank you so much all for listening, and we'll see you right here next week at your Psychic uh, Connection. Good night, everybody. Okay. And then, Julia, do we have the last person? Okay, it'll be Allie. Okay. Allie. Hello. How are you, Jorianne? Great. How are you? Good. I just had a quick question. Um, okay. You, about 16 years ago, I I ended a relationship, and I am very happily married to the love of my life, two beautiful kids. And this particular relationship, this gentleman is also married with two kids, and, you know, very happily. And we had our closure, you know, 10 years ago. Resolved everything you know the the hurt feelings and everything, but for some reason, I still dream about him, I'm just wondering why this happens well i uh the way I'm getting it and the way it feels like you guys you guys seriously soul wise were very very connected, and sometimes people feel like there was something that they still needed to complete in this lifetime and you guys still might end up still being connected at a later time in this current lifetime. So just because okay. it's over, I mean, there's still a big soul pull here, and um, you're happy, he's happy, that's perfect, but you guys still have a connection. And I and I wouldn't look at it as anything, you know, any deeper than that. Just know that you guys have had past lives. If you guys did not finish what you were supposed to finish this lifetime, you will probably do it again in a in a future lifetime. Okay. Well, thank you. All right, you're welcome. All right. Have a great great night. Okay. All right. Bye. All right, honey. Take care. All right. Bye now. All right, Dave. Yes. Thank you so much, Dave. Julia, thank you so much. You're
5: welcome. You're welcome. welcome.
2: And and then it's going to be Dave. What did you say? Sagittarius next month.
5: No, uh, Scorpio.
2: Scorpio. All Scorpio. right. All right. Well, I I will see you guys next time.
5: We'll talk to you then.
2: <laughs> Have a great week, right. everybody. Good night. All right, good night, you guys. All right, bye.